0: The MCU is coming back to Hall H, I Saw Toy Story 4, and I'm going to give you the list of the MCU films from my least favorite to my favorite. Let's talk about it. Welcome back to Pretty Simple, the podcast show where we recap last week's movie and TV news, reviews, and rants. I'm your host, Dwayne Edwards. Let's get to it. All right, so start off with trailers. There is only one trailer uh, that came out last week, and it, it it's a pretty interesting trailer, actually. Um, it's tit- the movie title is Ready or Not. Um, if you've seen the trailer, you know from the jump something's not right about the situation. Um, but for those of you who haven't seen the trailer, uh, it starts off with a, a couple getting married at a, what's obviously a mansion. Um, and, you know, she's obviously getting married into a very wealthy family. Um, and, you know, things are off because, you know, she's excited. Uh, the The husband seems maybe, might may, may, might seem, <laughs> sorry about that, might seem a little off about something. But uh, they get married. You know it's off because their maids, who's working for them, is acting all stone cold, weird. Um, and then... They, they transition quickly to to the premise of the movie where the husband's like, okay, unt- before you're officially part of this family, you have to play this game. Um, usually, that don't that's not a good thing because um, you know I mean if I when I got married, you know if if her family, you know before you you know we really become united, you know we just play a match of Uno's. I'm like, cool, 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 cool. That's no problem. But uh, but she's go she goes with it, uh, and obviously probably a lot of people will for the love of their lives, but what she comes to realize is the game is the family hunting her, and it's a pretty cool premise. Um, the tone of the trailer, um, which, ho- which hopefully is going to be the tone of the movie, gives off a, a, a thriller, but still with some humor with it. They, they, it's not taken too seriously, where you're supposed to be, I guess, too scared. There's going to be some humor to it. I know it's not too scary, because my wife, who is usually terrified of um, anything a little scary in the movie? She she saw this trailer and I showed her obviously, and she said she wants to see the movie. So that should tell you it's it's probably not going to be too scary. Um, I mean, obviously, like many movies in the past, it could be a lot different than what the trailer presented. But just going off the trailer, it it's, it seems pretty fun. Um, obviously, later as the trailer goes on, um, the the wife finds this out. Her uh, new newly. Uh, Her new husband uh, is trying to protect her. Um, He finds her where she's hiding and explains all the crap that's about to happen. It it seems like from the trailer, it's a a ritual that the family has to kill her before the sun rises, I believe, or they lose something. I don't know if it's the money or whatever. Maybe there's some, I don't know this, but maybe there's some, they're super old, but they get to keep their youth. And if they don't kill her and and, and shed her blood, I I don't know. I don't know. I know it's in the trailer. I think the father was like, You're just another sacrifice. So obviously, she's not the first one. I don't know if it's with the new husband she just married or whatever. But it seems like a lot of fun. It's a big game of scary hide and go seek. Um, obviously, it's, it's titled Ready or Not. Um, but yo, if you haven't seen the trailer, go check it out. It seems like it's going to be a really fun movie. And uh, this, it, it, it got my interest. I will say that, obviously. I don't know if I'm going to go see this in theaters. Just from the first trailer, this is the type of movie I'm not going to go see by myself. Because I'm the type of person, I have no problem going to the movies by myself to go see a movie. If I'm interested, I'm going to go see a movie. If my friends want to go or my wife do or if they don't, I'm. if I want to go see a movie in a the theater, I'm going to see it because um, I love seeing movies in the big screen surrounded by all that uh surround sound. But this is the type of movie where... If my friends and or wife wants to go, I'm like, yeah, I'll be. Yeah, that's cool. Let's go see it. But by itself or by myself, will I, am I interested enough to go see this? Nah, <laughs> not really. This is one where I would just either wait until it comes on streaming, or honestly, to be a hundred percent honest, I didn't even add it to my list of like. Whenever I have a movie I want to see or catch up on and or TV shows. Um, I added to a list of stuff to catch up to so I don't forget about it. I didn't even add it to the list from the tra- uh, after I saw the trailer. But, oddly enough, it still got a lot of my interest. So, eh, we'll see. We'll see. But that's pretty much the trailers. Uh, that's the only trailer that I saw that came out last week. Now to what seems to be only movie news. Doesn't seem we have any, uh, yeah, there's no TV news uh, for this week. But, so, first on the movie news is the Hunger Game prequel well, the Hunger Games is coming back uh, through prequel form, um, usually how franchises seem to do it lately. But I've, I already forgot what was the premise. I know, I think it's seventy years before the events, the first events, or the fir, you know the first movie that came out uh, years ago. I believe this it's going to be the sixth uh, Hunger Games and. Honestly, on a, not a trailer. It was just a premise. It was just a story that came out. I know there's more details about the author who still has to, I think, still has to write the book, and then the production company, which I believe is Lionsgate, is going to, you know, be in cahoots with her and them developing the movie based off her story. Obviously, I don't. I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm the type that honestly wants to be honest on my all my opinions and when it comes to this stuff. And I think right now the popular opinion on this is people being excited. I think I, don't, I haven't really checked um, what people really seem to be thinking about this. But from my pr- uh, point of view, I'm not really that excited. I, w- I will put this with the ready or not category. Just off the premise, I would put that with the category of I'm not, I don't really think I'm going to – unless the trailer comes out and it's like, oh, dang, that looks good. I don't really think I'm really going to care to go see it, um, maybe not even with streaming. Unless people I'm I'm cool with hanging out with we're married to, obviously, wants to go see that. So like, okay, I guess. Because I believe there was four. I think four of them came out. There was the first two, and I think they split the uh, book, the, the uh, third book up when they made the movies. The second movie was my favorite, and what it looks like with this prequel, I don't really know if I'm really interested. I was kind of done with the franchise after the last one, but obviously... <laughs> I could be done with something, but a trailer drops or I hear really good word of mouth about it, I'm going to go check it out, because nothing's like going to go see a good story, going to go see a, a, a good movie, and, and enjoying my time. So, obviously, things might change, but just based off the premise, it doesn't really have my interest. Um, I, I'm, I'm not you know, the, the diehard fans of the book or the movie, so it, I have to, obviously, do more to really get me to get to the theaters or watch it later on streaming. Uh, next, we have, which is pretty, I thought was obvious, um, I kind of assumed... But it's been announced that uh, the Joker movie is going to be R-rated. Let me take a drink of water real quick. <sighs> Sorry. Um, it's going to be R-rated. I thought that was pretty obvious. I didn't know it wasn't even announced or they were still trying to figure it out. Figure it out. But, yeah, it looks like the Joker is going to be R-rated for all of those who were worried. Um, if anybody was worried and uh, didn't assume like I did. But... I actually want to get into a deeper a conversation when it comes to the whole R rated PG thirteen thing. To me, a lot of people, I think, depend too much on a movie's only good. And I think they, I think we mostly, obviously, do this when it comes when a movie comes from a a source that's already created, uh, you know, via books, novels, or comic books or video games. Like for example, with this Joker, you know I think we as fans we depend on, like with Joker, he's a violent, you know, crazy villain. Uh, one of the best, obviously, and what he does obviously goes around the whole R-rated area of what he does as a villain. Um, also to use an example as Deadpool, that's a very violent comic book, and I think. We as fans think if the rating of the movie doesn't match the source of the story via violence with these particular two characters I'm talking about, then the movie's not going to be good. I think uh, I kind of, I want to disagree with that. I I am going to disagree with that because a good story, to me, a good story is a good story. PG-13, R-rated PG a good story is a good story. Now, you might be a, someone who hears about a movie being made from a, source, from a source material, and you have your already expectations and what you want to see in the movie. Deadpool, I want to see him slicing dudes' head, heads off and killing a bunch of people and all these different things. Um, so it has to be R-rated. But to me, obviously, whenever there's a movie coming out, um, specifically with the source material, I have my expectations, but I always try to practice, and I believe I might have mentioned this before, I always try to practice leaving that, you know, so-called baggage or whatever at the door before I go into the theater and just letting whatever the director and the film crew and producer, whatever they put together in the story, whatever they put together and threw on that screen that I'm about to watch, I just take it as it is. I might have my wants, and yes, sometimes that... uh I'm not I am not able to leave all the baggage at the door. I'm talking to you Avengers Endgame, um messing with my uh Savage Hawk. Anyway, um <laughs> sorry. Anyway, it's I, I try to leave the baggage at the door. I try to just take the story in as they give it and then just judge it based off that. Do I enjoy it? Do I not enjoy it? And obviously my critiques may be like, Yeah, that okay, I appreciate you doing that. But uh this probably would have been more dope and but but my point my point is i think a good story is a good story i might have you we might have our expectations of what how a movie should be rated how a movie or a plot should go but we gotta we just gotta get to the movie take it as it is and then and then go off the movie don't just go in and being like if it doesn't do this straight off the bat i'm not gonna like it we get we gotta take it how it is going back to the ratings with joker if for some reason, because I kind of assumed for some reason it was announced that it was going to be PG thirteen, I still have been. I would have been hesitant, obviously, but still was go, was going to go see it because it looks amazing, um, and just take the story as it is. Because obviously, when if when we just think about the ratings and just the rules, um, please correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it's if you have more than uh, more than one f bomb, you have to make it R rated. If you show blood, you have to make it R rated. And I believe nudity, I forgot how much, but I believe nudity makes it R-rated. Think about, there's a lot of movies, and I don't—I should have made a list, but there's a lot of movies we all kind of sometimes assume is R-rated, but it's actually uh, PG-13 um, because they didn't say any F-bombs or just kept it to one. They had lots of violence, but they didn't really show blood. If you think about some of the movies, movies you've seen, some of them change the color of the blood, so they don't go R rated, or sometimes stuff <laughs> will happen that's violent, and they keep the blood to a very minimum to pass that PG thirteen rating. And I, I honestly don't know the group of people who makes these rules. I, I believe that it, the rules haven't been changed in a minute. Um, I've heard and been told that actually America's pretty the most sensitive about the things that goes on in movies and our ratings. But I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm old enough to see whatever I want to see, so it doesn't really pertain to me at this point in my, in my life. But, yeah, point, point, the point I'm making, a, a good story is a good story. It doesn't matter what the uh, rating is. And, yes, there are those few exceptions where my point of view is wrong. But, in general, a good story is a good story. It doesn't matter the rating. When we get to the theater or when you watch it on your TV, leave the baggage wherever you got to leave it or expectations and just watch what, you're, what we're presented and then take it from there. Now, on to the next topic. Uh, There's been an argument. This next topic is about the, uh, it sounds like uh, Avengers Endgame, which I believe this week, again, this weekend is going to start, is having new footage come out. Um, And it's funny because there's a lot of different things within this topic. But the new footage um, that's going to come out, Last I Heard is going to be a Stanley tribute, and I believe all this is coming out at the, like, after credits or at the end of the movie, which is going to be a Stanley tribute, a deleted scene, and a surprise. I guess that's a really dope surprise. Um, now, I got a lot of different ways I want to cover this. I'm just going to go off the bat. This doesn't make me want to go back to theaters and pay to see a movie again, Um it sounds a lot of like a lot of fun. Hopefully, all this stuff that's about to be released is gonna be on the Blu-ray whatever package because that's what I'm gonna buy, um, and or streaming. And but j- just to say, this doesn't really get me wanting to. This doesn't want me to go. This doesn't make me want to go back to the theaters. Um, to be honest, I don't think it's that big of a deal enough to go pay more money. Um. So this is my point of view on that But here, there's another couple of things I want to cover A lot of people seem Kind of upset uh, About this release From different perspectives I've seen people, people talk about This is It's really annoying because People are comparing this to when games are doing or What a lot of games and uh, Apps are doing now is they, they'll have you Buy the app for whatever amount Or games for 60 or uh, $65 but then we have releases of other stuff that you got paid for. And there's, that, there's always that argument of like, listen, when I buy something, give me the whole thing you have planned for it. I don't want you releasing stuff later and then make me pay for it. If you release stuff later, make it free because I just paid, I just paid enough money already for the, the material I got. Um, they're comparing that with this right now with Avengers Endgame. And it's, it's upsetting people because I paid all this money for a ticket because tickets are not getting cheaper. Lord's willing, they will. But they're not getting cheaper. Give me the whole thing you had planned, and did did uh, did Disney Marvel have this planned, or did they just be like no, let's just add this, which will actually go to my next uh, topic under this topic, um, to to get more money to, to basically transition to the next topic, to pass Avatar, and I see people upset about Avengers Endgame being people are saying re-release. There's a whole argument of. Technically, is this a re-release or is it not? Because it's still a movie that's out in the theaters, obviously. So how is it a re-release when it's still out in the theaters? Who cares? Who who cares? Uh, Who cares? Um, This is upsetting a lot of people because it's like, oh, you're just trying to get more money out of people. Yada, yada, yada. Looking for a quick uh, cash grab. Why are you doing all this nonsense? Just to pass Avatar. Again, who cares? Guys, we, we all know this. Obviously, a storyteller wants to tell a story. There's an art in all of that which is special that we should preserve and be, be appreciative of the storytellers and the art that, that, that those and we like to tell. Whether it's painting, drawing, TVs, movies, music, etc. You get the point. We, should, we, should, we need to appreciate art like, as it is. But let's be honest, there's a business behind it. Business runs off of money in the world we live in how dare Disney want to make more money what who who cares of course they want to make more money do you not want to make more money maybe not that's your that's that's good for you um obviously money shouldn't ru- uh, run your life but this is this isn't about uh, this isn't a podcast about those type of topics anyway um it's a business people who are all upset about this let them want to do whatever they want to do <laughs> you they're not forcing you to go to the theaters and see this movie again if you have it they're re-releasing it to get people excited to come see it again is it to pass avatar i don't know maybe if it does that's dope who cares that's what i mean it's dope i'm gonna be excited Like, though that's crazy they they're their number one movie that's what's up this is one of my favorite movies of all time at least the last at least the third act is my favorite whatever it, it, it that's dope that's cool Awesome. If it doesn't pass it, dang. Okay, that's cool. Still the second highest grossing movie of all time, um, and it's gonna be. I, it's gonna be so funny if it does. If it doesn't pass it, you know, there's gonna be people talking about how this how this movie failed, uh, <laughs> box office wise. Which is, I, I don't know how that's a failure making two point seven billion dollars in a couple or within a month or a little over a month. Let me make over two point seven billion dollars in over a, c- a couple months. Or a month, man. Please. Anyway, oh God. There's anyway, <laughs> bottom line: Who cares? The, the, no one's forcing us to go to the movies. They're not adding anything that's forcing us to go to the movies. It sounds like, hopefully and prayerfully, it's gonna be on the Blu-ray um, when that comes out. If not, probably gonna end up online somewhere where you can watch it. Anyway, but if you wanna go see it, and this excites you, that's what's up. You go have a good time. I don't know why people got to get angry about this. I don't know if it's something just to complain about um, because it's not really else. I'm putting quote, you know, my finger quotes up to really complain about. Anyway, there's that with that topic, Um, and our last topic before I get to my no, actually no, yeah, my no, no. Anyway, anyway, next topic. Anyway, I'm sorry. It sounds like uh, the MCU. I think this is now official. Is coming. To Hall H. Um, I remember last week I talked about how I believe the DCEU or whatever we're ta- calling the DC comic book movie verse. I know that's been debunked. The DCEU has been debunked. Anyway, th- we're now talking about now MCU has officially announced that they're coming to Hall H, which is exciting. That's always exciting um, with Comic Con Hall H, the m- new movie footage. And we, uh, I believe we sometimes get the slate of future movies. And that's actually my question is I, I to what what is going to be you know MCU's presentations um we already just had Avengers Endgame i believe Spider-Man uh Far From Home will be out by the time Comic-Con starts or will be coming out very soon i think it's already be out anyway um this is go off the topic as if it, i think it does come up before Hall H I don't really know what they're going to talk about. Um, I have my few ideas. I think, you know, it's going to be Black Widow footage, which will be exciting. Because um, there's movies who's only been shooting for, for like two weeks who was able to come a Comic-Con and present some dope footage. So that'll be exciting. There's, um, there's uh, hopefully they maybe have their slate of future movies, um, which is really exciting. Um, but honestly, yeah, it's, just, it's just all up in the air just to figure out what are they going to be talking about? What are they going to be presenting? Um, it's always a good time with Marvel. Um, obviously, I, even with Avengers Endgame, I just continue to see them, with, just continue to go up. There's been a lot of uh, very positive reactions, which is really cool, with uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, which is obviously great to hear. Who wants to see a bad movie? You know what I'm saying? Like It's exciting to hear good news about a movie. I'm excited to see a good movie, because um, honestly, this summer has not been the greatest. I think I can count on my hand how many movies I've enjoyed Enjoyed this week. I mean, this summer, but anyway. So, MCU's is coming to Hall H because this is exciting because they they haven't been coming every year like they used to, um, which this is just a bummer. But it is what it is. They're coming to Hall H, and I'm excited to see what they're going to do uh, with that. Anyway, now to go with our next topic, which is I saw Toy Story Four. Um, man. I'm a, I'm a 90s baby. I grew up with Toy Story. Um, what a good movie, guys. Honestly, that it was. I ever had a really good time. The animation, I'm going to compare all four and, and give my list of, you know, least to favorites. I'm going to be honest. I like them all, love them all. So it's, it's not really easy to compare them all and give my least to, to my favorite, least favorite to f- most favorite. But anyway... If I had to say anything about, out of all the four, which one has the best, you know, animation, hands down, this one has the best animation. Hold on, let me, I gotta take a drink before I talk about this. Sorry. <clears throat> Sorry. I'm just get, still getting over the quote I had this week, or this past week. Anyway, animation was incredible. Um, little spoiler alert—not major, not spoiler at all. But the movie starts in this, and the movie starts with rain. That's if that's a spoiler do I'm sorry. The movie starts in this raining, and just the whole situation that happens with the animation and just the, the stuff that's going on with that and just throughout the whole movie another little spoiler there's a cat in the movie sorry but and, and just the, the guys the animation let if anything if you haven't seen the other three please go see them but and just go see this movie for the animation it's beautiful i mean and i believe you have to see it on the big screen to really get that maybe you have a big tv you could wait but who cares it's it's amazing um, story-wise, it's really special. I will say that this is, a, this movie mainly focuses on Woody. Um, Buzz Lightyear has his moments. Um, other characters have their moments, but this is, this is a Woody movie. And i thought about it after. If you really think about it, um, I think all of them are Woody's movies, one through four. Obviously, he, the, he, the screen time will, will vary less or more depending on what movie we're talking about. Um, like obviously the first one, you know, dealing with him and Buzz, they have they share screen time, but it's still about Woody getting over a new toy. And then the second one about a, a guy stealing Woody and then all that stuff. And then the third one about Andy moving on from Woody, but from the group of toys, so you could you could argue with number three, I guess. But obviously when when I when honestly when I think about it, it it's a focus on Woody, and I want to say, but this number four, it, it definitely is Woody's movie. And no, and, and uh, believe me, all the characters have their moments. It's a good time for a lot of the characters. It's not just just Woody, but this is m- mainly his story. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not going, obviously, not going to spoil it. But there was a, t- a couple times, you know, I'm, I'm gonna be real. There's a couple tearjerker moments for this movie, especially if you grew up with it. I think you someone. I think if you're someone, you know, who's a '90s baby or someone who's just watched it from the beginning and got connected with these characters, there, there's there's definitely. Some tear jerking here. Um, this is a movie I recommend everybody go see. This is a movie I will be buying so I could watch over and over again. Lord's willing, and it, it's a good time in the theaters. Um, it's a little funny story. I went. I wasn't able to go opening night and or the next day, um, Friday, but I uh, went Saturday morning, and when I, it I yeah, it's like around Saturday at eleven. And I should have known. And it wasn't a problem at all. It was just funny. Um, I should have known going at Saturday at 11. That's going to be mainly when families with their little babies and kids are going to be uh, going. And obviously, kids, they don't have a a very long attention span. And they were enjoying the movie. But I want to say definitely by the time we got to the third act, I had a little kid behind me sniffling his nose, standing up. Because it wasn't a full theater. So they was running around having a good time. And obviously, I I couldn't get mad. I should have known better. But it didn't really interrupt the movie for me that much, and I'm not a person who gets, yeah, I'm not a person who gets easily annoyed by stuff like that in the theater. Got try to be understanding of these little situations. Um, but yeah, it's it's a great movie. Please go see it. The animation is off the is off the charts. The characters' arcs are amazing. It has a very good villain. I like the way they 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 took their point of view on this villain and the story they told with it. Um, I don't want to go into too detail because kind I don't of want to spoil the story, the villain story arc, but it's really good. I like the way everything ends for everybody and just the enjoyment you can get out of this film. Obviously, from the way you could tell I love the story, Toy Story series. Um, just so yeah, just to get my list from my least favorite to most favorite, and which is hard because they're all favorites of mine when it comes to movies, period. Um, but I would say, if I was to list them all, um Number four, as in number four, on my number four spot, that would probably go to. Whew, man, they're, they're such good movies. I should have thought about this before I started the podcast. They're all so good. <sighs> Shoot. Oh, man. I think number four, would, this four, number four slot will go to Toy Story 2. The number three slot would go to Toy Story 4. The number two slot will go to, oh, man, number three and number one are so good. They're so, so good. Uh, Dang it. Number two slot will go to Toy Story 3 and number one go to Toy Story 1. So, two, four, three, one, I believe. Yeah. Um, Obviously, hey guys, these are all good movies. Please, guys, go see them all if you haven't. Go see Toy Story 4 in the theater if you haven't. It's a great time. Is I would say best animation Number Toy Story 4 has the best animation And I believe I laughed the most Out of all of them Um, Great movie guys Go see it, go spend your money on it And have a good time Now, to get to the main topic uh, Or the rant section These rant sections aren't really even rants Anyway, more just very opinionated Truthful facts Opinionated uh, point of views on movies And or TVs or whatever But this is a movie one I'm going to give the list uh of my favorite MCU movies least to most favorite um this uh as i'm recording this today which is i believe June 23rd uh this is before spider-man far from home came out which is getting a lot of great reviews so obviously my list is probably going to change honestly it doesn't matter when when this comes out cuz honestly my list changes all the time when it comes to comic book movies, honestly. And Movies in general, most of the time, but especially the MCU. Depending on the mood I'm in, the list switches around. Um, other than number one, probably in number 22, the list switches around a lot. Um, and I'm going to be also honest, just like the Toy Story movies, I enjoy, I think, all the MCU movies. That might sign a little bias, I'm sorry, for all those who wants to hang on that and think, oh, he likes MCU, all MC MCU movies, he must hate DC or other genres. No, I'm a, I am a fan of all good movies. And I am a fan of all good movies, bottom line. It doesn't matter what genre, doesn't matter you know if it's MCU, DC, Star Wars, whatever other great franchises out there, if it's a good movie, if it's a good story, I'm gonna enjoy it. Um, anyway, who cares? Who cares? Anyway, so to start off, I don't want this to go too long because it's 22 movies I gotta list off, and I'm pretty sure y'all probably gonna disagree with me because, which also which also which I love about movies, even more detailed, which I love about MCU movies. It, it depends on your point of view. It depends on what what interests you or not. I know for a fact my number 22. You know. Is some is in some people's top five. I, I know, my, matter of fact, my number one doesn't even make some people's top tens. It, it, and I loved, I love that because it causes discussion. It's a good time to have a discussion, unless you're talking to someone who doesn't know how to have a good fandom disagreement. And and I just love that because you get people's different perspectives. Because sometimes I'm like, really? I mean, I disagree, but re- okay, is that what you want? I highly disagree, but let's talk about it but it's always a good time. Um I mean it's always fun when someone agrees with you. It's that's always nice it's, it's fun to have agreements and have a good time with that, but it's also always fun to have those little disagreements and, and debate on why you're right and why that person may be the biggest idiot on the planet. I'm just playing. But anyway, started off number 22 Dark uh dark, <laughs> number 22 Thor Dark World. Uh I think this is a lot of people's twenty two to be honest this might be something a lot of you actually agree with. I know for a fact some one of my friends disagree with this highly, but Thor the dark world um and like I said, I enjoy all the m c movies i think it's be, i think it's because I'm seeing every movie i believe i've seen things I'm seeing things that's like dang, I never thought I would have seen that when I was reading that when I was in middle school, and now all this is on the screen so i just, I think there's just that bias of like oh my goodness, they put this on the movie screen. But yeah, Thor, uh, Dark Roads, number twenty-two. It, it 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 has its problems. For me, there's a. It, it's sometimes it's just pure, just boring. Sometimes when, in some parts when I'm watching it, I'm not the biggest fan of I can't, what's her name, Jane's and Thor's romantic relationship in this movie. Um, but yeah, that's just my number twenty-two. If I am to just give my reasons for why these are on the areas they are. In number twenty-one is Ant-Man and the Wasp. I believe it's. At number 21 is because I had such a great time with Ant-Man, which is obviously not going to be higher on the list of, on how I'm talking about it. I had such a good time with Ant-Man. Number two just was kind of a backtrack for me. Um, I had a great time still watching it, but there was just issue. Not, no real plot issues I have with it. It was just, I was just all in all storytelling. It was, it was good. It's a good movie. It's just good. Uh, number 20 will go to Thor. Um, a good movie, a good time. It's just not obviously. It's just not up there for me. Um, number nineteen will be Captain Marvel, one of the most recent one of the most recent movies that's came out in the past couple of years. It's a good fun movie. Um, I had a great time watching it. I love how strong she is. How she is the most powerful person in the MCU um, that we know. Like, look, if you saw Avengers Endgame, you she is. The, it is highly debatable between her and Scarlet Witch on who's the most powerful. I give it to Captain Marvel because she could do more things and she has like more strength Scarlet Witch can do some dope stuff but Captain Marvel is just you know it just seems like just pure unstoppable Uh, you saw the way she was handling Thanos Uh, so you know she got them hands you know she could could go toe-to-toe with him and uh, so number 19 will be Captain Marvel number 18 will be Doctor Strange I have to say I've grown to like him as a character the more I see him in the different movies um, you know, Doctor Strange, then Infinity War, then Endgame. I'm, so now I'm really excited to see Doctor Strange 2. Um, but when it comes to number one, that's just my number 18. Number 17 will be Iron Man 2. This film, I know a lot of people actually really don't like a lot. I That's really good English. Um, I The more I watch it, the more I just enjoy it. Um, just the humor with it, I really enjoy it's a good time for me to watch it. I love the villain and his accent, just, just what they be trying to do with it. And it's a good time. I have a good time with it. Um, my number 16 will be uh, Iron Man 3. Uh, it's, it's, I, it's, a, it's a good movie. It's a movie where we see Tony Stark, and a lot of Tony Stark and not a lot of Iron Man. Um, it's really cool just seeing him trying to survive and take on the, the issues he has to take on throughout the film without Iron Man's help. I think it's a good story. It's a good time. I, I like it a lot. My number 15 will be Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. Um, similar to Eight man 2, it's it's a backtrack for me compared to the first one. Still a really good movie. I'm going to stop saying really good movie for all of them. You got, I already explained it. I like them all. But I have a good time watching it. I, I, it almost made me cry at the end. First time I watched it, I remember I, it might, I almost cried because what happened. I don't want to spoil it no, it's been long enough, when Yandu dies, um, and what he does to sacrifice himself for uh, Quill, and just that whole thing, and just the, the father-son story, and realizing who's your real father, and I, I like the whole story of even, you know, which a lot of people have to go through in real life, you know, you might have a birth father, you might have someone, you know, you're someone's seed, but did, did that man raise you, and, and this has a really co- good conclusion to that for this story, and it's, it's it's a good time to go watch. I, it's a lot of good laughs. I, I like it a lot. I'm, I am said I'm gonna start saying that, but I didn't. I'm sorry. Number number fourteen is Ant Man. Um, <laughs> I didn't think I was gonna like this movie as much as I did. Um, based off the trailers, I wasn't. I mean, I'm, I'm always excited to see an MCU movie, but you know, it wasn't my most excited time to see a movie. But I went to go see it, see the connection in the universe, and I had a good time doing it. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's very funny. It's a good time. Um, if you haven't seen any of these MCU movies, I would highly recommend them. Number 13 will be Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, a lot of people's favorite MCU movies, a lot of people's favorite Spider-Man movie, even with even with Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse, which is my favorite Spider-Man movie now. But it, I think when it comes to all the Spider-Man movies, not to be that person who likes new things the most, Spider-Man Homecoming is my favorite Spider-Man movie. I think when it comes to Spider-Man and Peter and just them as one, I think they couldn't have done it. They've... No, I lied. Spider-Man. If we're not counting animation, Spider-Man Homecoming is my favorite Spider-Man movie. If we're counting animation, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is my favorite. Because actually, that's probably to me, that's probably the best interpretation of Spider-Man that we've got. And it's just, a, just who Spider-Man is. But what do I know? Um, but yeah, live action-wise, it's my favorite Spider-Man movie. It's a good time. Tom Holland does, it, uh, does a great Spider-Man and just everything with it from the introduction of Civil War, his, his story arc and his homecoming and then getting him in Infinity War and Endgame. And it, it, it's a great movie. Uh, number 12, which I believe is the most underrated MCU movie, The Incredible Hulk. 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 Um, it's a really good time. It's a movie I enjoy a lot. Um, I think not a lot of people talk about it. I think it's, people forget about it a lot. Um, I think it's a movie a lot of people need to go revisit, which is also similar to my number 11, Captain America, The First Avenger. Guys, please go see this movie again. I know I know, I have a friend in particular who thinks this movie is pure trash, and I also have another friend who's on the same page as me, where the more you watch it, the, just, the better it gets, man. I don't know what it is. I swear, every time I watch this movie, and I probably watch these movies once a year, I think, maybe, um, at least, it gets better every time, it's just a good time, maybe because I keep seeing where this character ends up in his story arc, which makes it probably makes me like it more, I don't know, it's a great time, I love Captain America First Avenger, it has my favorite, no, has my second favorite MCU character, Peggy Carter, and it's, it's a lot of fun, um, Number now in the top ten. Now we're in ten. Number ten is Iron Man. Uh, this is the one that started it all. A great, funny, fun, good time. You can't forget the whole being shot down by the tank, getting out like fool, who, what, and then getting out. The tank shoots again, dodges it, pew, stink, and he walk away all smooth. The the, the classic explode, walk away, whatever. It's Such a good time. Uh, it starts off the MCU with Nick Fury coming in the after credit scene, the Avengers Initiative, which you kind of find out then he got Avengers from Captain Marvel. Sorry, and then um, but anyway, number ten Iron Man, uh, which is a classic. It's a really good time. Number nine Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, did when it comes to all the movie the MCU movies least known. Um, for me when it was coming out in this time. I, I did not know who the Guardians of the Galaxy was. I had to look online, I had to read, slits by me, did not know who they were, and now I'm very happy I know who they are now. I'm very excited that James Gunn is back to do number three. I think this is gonna be a really cool redemption story, you know, and just, you know, with this you know, situation he went through and all that stuff with Disney. Um, also, very excited that he's doing Suicide Squad. It's pretty dope that he's he's get to do finish off Guardians. If number three is their last, which is now probably gonna be as Guardians. We'll, we'll see, whatever. I don't know what they're doing with that. Anyway, I'm excited. Um, see so ya. Yeah, number nine, Guardians of the Galaxy. Number eight. I think <laughs> I keep saying this. I think this is another movie people need to go back and watch. Number number eight is Avengers: Age of Ultron. Um, it's a really good movie. Um, people like it. Obviously, it's made over a billion dollars. People, you don't. People like a movie. If a movie to me it makes over a billion dollars, I mean people went to go back to see the movie multiple times, um, multiple times. But anyway, <laughs> Avengers: Age of Ultron is a good time. Please go visit it. If you only seen it once or twice, go go see it again. You, you'll see. There's just it's really it has some really good moments. Period in the MCU alone. Um, it started the whole Black Widow, Hawk. A love story It started It has this whole me and Mir me being picked By Vision Shot And the reactions That good time We We get this from Avengers But Age of Ultron Really solidifies You know Caps and Tonys You know You know it's, it's, they're, they're 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 angry with each other I don't want to say that But you know what I mean Their the disagreements With each other Really just getting more obvious Between the two And where they stand With each other Until we get to Civil War but yeah, Avengers: Age of Ultron. My number eight, number seven, Thor: Ragnarok. Such a dope movie, such a, a, a jump from one and two. Um, for me, I really like Thor: Ragnarok. I I love the this almost everything about it. Um, and it's just a really good time and and fun time. Uh, number number six which is my favorite character, period, when it comes to comic book movies, just in general, as a character, I think, of any... Let me not lie. Let me think. Yeah, he's probably my favorite character, period, um, which is Black Panther, number six. And I ain't just saying that because I'm black. I know some of y'all going to think that. Um, but I, rem- I still remember when I became a fan, which I believe was my freshman year in college, when I stumbled onto this uh, animation um, that was released about... Black Panther, and then from then, twenty thirteen, I was a huge fan, and became he became my favorite character. Just I love how smooth he is as a character, the intelligence, the the suit, and just how he carries himself, um, in battle and just everything that he does. I think this is all dope. Um, my number five, great movie. Obviously, my number six, my number five is going to be Captain America: Winter Soldier. A lot of people's favorite MCU, MCU movie. A lot of people's favorite comic book movie. Period. A great movie, one of the best fighting scenes. You know, everybody loves the that street fighting scene. Um or I should say fighting in the street, so someone mistakes me for trying to reference street fighters. Um but yeah, my number uh three is gonna be Avengers Endgame. No, no, no. Number I'm sorry, dang it, my bad. Number four, uh my bad for shouting, Captain America Civil War. Uh just a niche over Winter Soldier. A really good movie. It has a bunch of characters. My favorite character in it. Great fighting scenes and stories. Uh, the air the airport fighting scene. The Captain America and Winter Soldier versus uh, Iron Man. The story as a whole, you know, the Avengers being split up and and it's dismantled, and where Thanos thing comes in and, and knocks everybody on their butts. But um, really good movie. Spoiler, uh, it's my bad. For number three is Avengers End Game. Uh. The greatest third act in any superhero movie, period. Um, If you want to be more specific, you know, I don't know how the exact time of number, but maybe the greatest hour of any comic book movie, period. A great movie overall, but oh my goodness, that last hour. Man, oh man, oh man, man, man. The things we thought we wouldn't see in in the movies, and we got to see. That is an incredible movie. My number two, which then we'll give away my number one. My number two, Avengers Infinity War. To me, a better paced movie than Avengers Endgame. I love the introduction of Thanos as a whole character because we got introduced to him before that, but as a whole character, um, just a fantastic movie, a great, uh, a great movie before the fi- the finishing one of of a ten, uh, ten. no yeah, of a eleven year story arc. For those of you who don't know, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home is actually the last movie of Phase 3. So, technically, Spider-Man isn't the beginning of Phase 4. It's the last one of Phase 3, for those who don't know. But, Avengers Endgame is a great finish. It's a fantastic movie. So we still don't know if it's going to be the number one movie of all time. It's pretty close to Avatar. We're going to see what this re-release does. We're going to see the bump from Spider-Man Far From Home does. But, who cares? A great movie is a great movie. Have a great Had a great time. My number one, which is yet to be beaten, I thought Avengers Endgame was going to do it, but it didn't. My favorite MCU movies to this day since 2012, Avengers. The OG, the one that started the whole, you know, or the one that really showed the whole connected universe, how characters come together. The one that made other studios like, yo, look at this. We got to go make connected universes. We got to go do what they're doing. A lot of them have failed. There's a few that's still doing it and trying Hopefully, we'll see more connected universes from other movies, because that's a lot of dope fun. Anyway, Avengers, number one, the greatest comic movie of all time. I'm not just talking the MCU, but Avengers is fantastic, guys. It's such a good movie. If you haven't seen it in a while, please go back and watch it. Man, oh, man, oh, man, there's not enough I could say about this movie. I, I sometimes think, like, I wonder if I'm tired of this movie. Let me watch it. I still love it. I still love it. Hopefully, I mean, shoot, hopefully, there's another comic book movie comes out that I'm like, that is the greatest comic book movie ever. I'm, I look forward to that. I'm not that type to have a number one and be like, nothing could beat it. I hope something comes out and beat it and gets me more excited and more, the greater time in the theater. Why would I not want to have a good time? Anyway, there's my list. Go over it real quick 22 Thor Dark World, 21 Ant Man and the Wasp, 20 Thor Captain America 19, 18 Doctor Strange, 17 Iron Man 2, 16. Iron Man 3, 15, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, 14, Ant-Man, 13, Spider-Man Homecoming, 12, The Incredible Hulk, 11, Captain America The Winter Soldier, 10, Iron Man, 9, Guardians of the Galaxy, 8, Avengers Age of Ultron, uh, 7, Thor Ragnarok, 6, Black Panther, 5, Captain America Winter Soldier, 4, Captain America Civil War, 3, Avengers Endgame, 2, Avengers Infinity War, 1, Avengers, there you go. There's my list. Thank you guys for listening to Pretty Simple. Um, I'm really enjoying, you know, just talking about the movie news and reacting to the things that are coming out and just the great world of these movies, guys. Thank God we have this 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 stream of just entertainment and good times. Sometimes bad, but a lot of times great. Um, I like that. Don't steal that. I'm, I like that. Sometimes bad, a lot of times great. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening. Please come back next week, uh, where we talk more about uh, the previous week's movie news, movie and TV news, uh, reviews, and rants. I thank you for coming and joining me. I pray you have a very blessed week ahead of you. Enjoy it. Do your best. Be kind to others. Have a great time. Oh yeah, and if you want to any, if you want to ever to have a certain topic or if you have any questions you want me to answer on the podcast, feel free to email me at pretty all lowercase pretty simple podcasts. Um, At gmail.com Let me say it again All lowercase Pretty simple podcast At gmail.com Thank you guys for joining me It's been a great time I'm enjoying this And have a great Fantastic blessed week Thank you guys Peace